You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the podcast. If you are new here, it is about to get real. I'm just kidding, but seriously, I'm not. We love to have fun on this show while dropping tangible and applicable tools and strategies and truth at you too. So welcome to the party. And if you have been around here for a while, we have a little request for you today. If you could pause this episode right here for two minutes and leave us a quick review, that would help us out so, so much. Every review is not only so encouraging to us, it also really helps us know what you're loving and is one of the biggest ways that we can continue to grow and reach even more listeners, bring on even more incredible guests, and show up week after week with free episodes for you. So I will give you a second to pause and write that review right here. You son of a gun. You didn't freaking pause, bro. Seriously. Okay, don't play me like that. <laughs> okay, I'm actually kidding, but I'm maybe not. Okay, seriously, I'll give you one more chance. Pause. All right, now let's move on to today's show. Today, we are covering another incredible Q&A episode. So many good questions from y'all. We answer how to identify friendships you want to invest in, what to do when people don't support your dreams, pricing guides versus consult calls, what inspires us to keep going after mess-ups or failure, how to overcome crippling fear in business, and how to increase Instagram story views. We've got a wide variety for today's episode, and we are so excited to dive in. Get ready for some powerful, helpful, tangible tools for your life and business. We pray that this episode impacts not only your work, but also your heart. After all, this is the Heart and Hustle podcast, where we love mixing business strategies with some good life, heart, heart talk. So sit down, grab a glass of your favorite beverage, and let's chat. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, Q&A episode coming at ya. Woo. We got a lot of different variety today, so we're just going to dive right on in. Let's do it. The first question is, how did you identify friendships you wanted to invest in? Mm. Ooh, that, that question's phrased in like a past tense, but I almost think it's like active. I think like, we should say like future. Like, well, well how do you present, ident- I yeah, guess. How do you identify friendships you want to invest in? Exactly. Yeah. I think breaking it down for Lindsay and I both, we look at like, or we would encourage you, but kind of a mixture of both. This is what we do. And this is what we encourage you to do is look at what values you admire. Like start paying attention to the character of people you look up to or the people that you want to be friends with. What about them makes you attracted to them in a friend way? And then from there, you know, just start putting yourself out there. In order to make the kind of friends you want, you need to be that kind of friend to others. Mm-hmm. So, you know, reach out to people, put yourself out there. If you're if you're attracted to really like humble and and passionate people, you know, start 
reaching out in a humble way. Like it's scary to put yourself out there and be like, Hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to like, you know, go out for coffee or whatever? Um, but it's really, really sweet and a really great way to connect with other people. Yeah. Another example is like, do you want friends who are trustworthy, who don't flake, who speak life into your life, then start doing those things to your current friends and then the people in your life. And you'll naturally start attracting like-minded friends when you're living out the important values that are important to you. I said that weird, but you get it. You get the point. (laughs) (laughs) I think for some personal examples, um, like for me, I look for friends who are are probably similar to me in the regard of like, they are big dreamers and achievers like me. I look for friends who are honestly going to call me on my shiz. Like, I don't want friends that are just going to go along and be like, oh my gosh, you're awesome. You're doing great. Like, I want friends that are going to like, stick with me in the thick and thin, like be there when I cry, be there when I'm going through a miscarriage, like, mm-hmm. or or just like be willing to to accept me as I am. And, and me, like, I want to do the same to others. Like the people that I want to be friends with, I want to try to be that friend, which is honestly what we just said. Yeah. But, but I, I look for that and I look for people who aren't afraid to tell me like what God's speaking to me through yeah. them. Like people that are following the voice of the Lord that are on fire for the Lord and just like are going to speak that to me, whether yeah. it's encouragement or even whether that, if that's critique, like yeah. I want, I want friends that, that do that. Sweet and then obviously truth. there's like stupid things. Like I want <laughs> friends that love travel, like, like hobbies that yeah. I like. Cause it's, it's nice to have friends that you connect with. Exactly. You connect with. So like things that I love are like traveling, motherhood, Catan and game nights, family values, just like biblical marriage, like all all that stuff. Like, I don't know. I just, I love talking with other like-minded friends that like are interested in the same thing that I'm interested in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, like I look for friends with the same core values. Like to me, that's what's important. Um, Just people who are on fire for Jesus and bringing heaven to earth. Like that is at the core of what I really, really look for in friendships. And they, you know, people who value honesty, integrity, you know, family, all of the above. I could go on for a while, but I I love it when they understand my life and my work, you know, friends who can really walk through the intensity, the joy, the pain, the challenges, the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and being like, uh, like Lindsay, a really wild dreamer and a big go-getter. But that's not a deal breaker or a must-have to me. Like that's a really nice perk. And I have really, really good friends who already fill a lot of, you know, that, that need in my life. So I love it when I'm able to find people who can fill that need, but it's also, I don't have to have people who are entrepreneurs as well, or, you know, they don't have to be a big dreamer. They could be, you know, somebody who loves the nitty gritty of, of stuff. And that's really good for me to have that balance in my life. So I think to me, it's just bottom line. I value people who have the same core values, who are willing to speak life and truth into me, just like Lindsay said for herself, and who are pursuing the Lord and everything that they're doing, because that's going to trickle over into my life. That's going to inspire me to continue to pursue after the Lord. And that's going to speak a lot of life and truth into me and my situations. And actually, I can oh, sorry, hopefully continue. do the opposite as well. I was going to say, I think it's actually refreshing too, to have friends that aren't entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. especially friends that aren't trying to do exactly what we do and almost like like are, are looking to us like as a business mentor. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, it's very or refreshing. Or competition. I know some people like struggle yeah. with stuff like that. It's just refreshing to me to like have a friend that's like a baker. Yeah. I don't have any <laughs> friends that are bakers, but you Well, that's point. still kind of entrepreneurship though. You know what I mean? Okay. Then a nurse, whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's really good to have a wide diversity in friends. So I think to kind of wrap up that, an- that 
question of like, how do you identify friendships that you want to invest in? I think for us, it comes down to like core values and character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, I think it's also like, there's a spark there when the Lord has a friendship for you and you can like typically sense it and just be sensitive to that and then pursue it. Yeah. All right. Next question is, what do you do when you feel like people don't support your dreams? Which to the person that asked this, if you're, if, so, if someone's not supporting your dreams, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Because that, sucks, first yeah, of all. it's really, really, really hard. But a I lot would, of people struggle with it. I would say, if this kind of almost kind of in a way goes back to the other question, because I would say recognize and acknowledge the people in your life who fall into this category and then don't be friends with them. <laughs> no, like, I kind of, well, but sometimes it's like parents or it's like okay. even like people that you can't yeah, like just exactly. exclude out of your life yeah. easily. Yeah, so well, my, <laughs> that even sounds bad. My thought in, on this is like, first and foremost, like recognize those people, like know that, okay, this person, like uh, John Boy in my life is causing, you know, is not supporting my dreams and is actively criticizing slash trying to hold me back. Yeah. And then, don't give them access to speak into that area of your life. Like does that, that doesn't mean that you cut them off entirely. That doesn't mean that you necessarily have to say you have no access to any area of my life. It just means that you put up a boundary to that area of your life and you yeah. need to be clear. Even if they do, you know, maybe it's a relationship where you can't say, or it might take you a while to build up to the point where you can say you don't have access to speak to that area of my life and be very clear on that boundary. But if, you know, in your heart, even if that's the minimal that you do know that when that person says, why are you doing X, Y, Z? Like, that's really dumb. You need to be doing blah, blah, blah. In your own heart, you're just taking that information and you're flushing it down the toilet. You're like, that's, you don't have permission to speak into this. Right. And I think also being aware of people that, that you should have authority to speak into your life. And if somebody says like, hey, you shouldn't be doing something, and it is a person that you value and that you know like is is walking with the Lord. Is on your team. Uh, is on your team. Then that's when, almost like my answer for like what I look in friends of like people who will call me on my stuff. Yeah. Like that's where it's like, make sure you know the difference between someone who's like a Debbie Downer who's pooping on your dreams and somebody who wants to see you thrive and succeed and is is helping you critiquingly in a loving way. Yeah. Get, like have the best. Tough love. Yes, tough love. Like have the best position possible. Um, But again, this kind of goes back to the other question of like, seek out friends and friendships who understand your dreams and your goals and will come alongside you to support that, even if it is in a critiquing way or a loving way or a a cheerleader way. Like you want those people in your life that are going to do that. Um, And it might be way easier said than done to like find those friends, but it is possible and it it might take some time and work, but it's definitely possible. Some ideas that we have are like, Join Facebook groups in your area of other entrepreneurs. And again, they don't have to be entrepreneurs. Like find friends like that at church or or at the gym or something like that. Or reach out to that sweet girl at the coffee shop and ask her to hang out. Like, especially if if you see that you're reading the same book or you have something in common or or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But just engage with people that you think you would be good friends with, even online. I mean, honestly, a lot of my friends. Yeah, a lot of my really good friends are like virtual friends. Well, I I was saying, oh yeah, are virtual, but then also have come from Instagram. Well, that, yeah, that's what I meant. Both, both, both. of those. <laughs> both. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay and I met on Instagram, yep. like, what, eight years ago? Something like that. So, a very long time ago. Yeah. So, goes to show you, Instagram friends can be real life friends. Um, yeah, okay. so I think, just to kind of wrap this up of, like, what to do when you feel like people don't support your dreams, 
you know, all that's like very practical, recognize who they are, don't give them access, seek out friends who can, you know, actually support and speak in in a healthy way to those areas of your life. But at the core, our heart, you know, what Lindsay and I would really recommend, and this is coming from our hearts, is listen to God's voice above any other. You know, no one else should have the authority to speak into your dreams and into your life the way that He does. And His words are always true and they're always good. So listen to Him, especially if you're still hearing noise from people around you who don't support those dreams. And I promise like He will not fail you and He's going to speak life and He's going to speak clarity into your life and your situations. And especially if you are walking with other people that are on fire for Him and, and, are speaking through him because oftentimes the Lord speaks to me through other people. Yeah. So that's also if you notice that you're having people in your life that aren't speaking life to you, surround yourself with the people that will. Yeah. That's so good. All right. Next question. Oh, this is a little little topic switch. <laughs> Somebody said pricing guide versus calls. So I think they're gonna say, I think that's pricing guides versus like consult calls. And yeah. which, you know, are they it, it, it almost feels like which one is better. Right. But let's or know. or maybe I don't know. That's the only thing that that question said. So it's either like which one is better or which one should be used when. Mm, okay, let's dive in. I, I say the first thing is pricing guides should never replace a client call. Mm-hmm. Like like if you're a service-based provider, because this really is more of a service-based provider business type of thing, yes, you should have a pricing guide, but you should I don't think you should replace it with a or I don't no, think never. you should replace your pricing guide with a console call. Because the re- I think the reality is typically your client is going to have a lot of questions up front of like, okay, well, where do they, you know, what do their packages even include? What is it like to work with them? Yeah. You know, they're inquiring with several people. Um, they might have hesitations about the budget and the finances and a lot of those things people need time to think through. They need to crunch those yeah. numbers, all that stuff. So pricing guides are a great opportunity to give tons of information up front and to answer like 90% of the questions that your customer might be having and create that initial connection between the two of you. Now, the call should be all about solidifying that connection. Answer, you know, whatever remaining questions they have, but the focus is to get to know your customer, let them get to know you, discuss next steps, and answer any of those final questions. So I think, like, in my mind, the pricing guide needs to go out first 100% with the initial email that creates that first spark of connection. So the customer call then should be throwing the gas on that spark that was created from that email and that pricing guide and then answering any remaining questions and details. The two work so wonderfully hand in hand. I don't think it's either or, and I don't think it's like better than. I think it's the combination of the two that's a a double whammy in business. Because if you go immediately to a consult call before they're ready, it just feels salesy. Mm-hmm. It feels way too salesy, especially if you haven't given them a price. And even if they are ready, here's my thing. Even if they are ready and they're like, I'm ready, let's let's freaking go. They might be hopping on the call and they're, they have information missing that is important for them to know. Like they might be so ready because yeah. they saw your starting prices on your website, but they didn't realize that for what they're asking, it's going to be significantly higher because that package or that offer or whatever is not what the starting part, you know, something like that. They don't have the full pieces and then it can lead to an awkward call where you realize, oh, either we're not a good fit or, you know, they didn't understand where I'm based or, you know, whatever that is. There's, you want to give them the full picture of information so that you're both hopping on the call already pretty much on the same page. Yeah, that's good. All right, next question. What inspires you guys in business slash keeps you going slash picks you up after fails or falls? Falls. Yeah. Well, that's probably the that could be the same thing. Fails also. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I would just say like 
uh, Jesus, <laughs> friends, books. I'm, well, then, well, I'm just thinking of like things that like pick me up. Like if I'm having a bad day. What, well, she also said what inspires you in business. Oh, yes. And books. Keeps you going. Books help me. The Bible. I mean, uh, beach. <laughs> yeah, the beach. Mountains. Like traveling. My love. My love. Yeah, significant other. Good food inspires me. I don't know. Yeah, you you're, you love good food. I, I mean, love I good love food. good food, but I feel like you're a bit more of a foodie. A good uh, cry. That, that always helps pick me up. That's true, especially after you fall down. Yep. Well, like physically, but also like mentally, <laughs> emotionally. Good cries are, are good sometimes. I think, honestly, just to wrap wrap this up, I mean, there's a lot of little things, but I feel like knowing our, our worth for Lindsay and I in the Lord and who He says we are and like knowing what He's created us for yeah. is huge for us. Like knowing that failure isn't bad, but that it's just a part of life. And yeah. disappointment is normal and that's okay. Yeah. And that like the Lord's got us no matter what. Yeah. And it's— Failure means you're learning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what keeps us, yeah, picking back up. All right. We wanted to interrupt this episode real fast to chat about counseling. Now, counseling is so often stigmatized in a negative way, and it absolutely should not be. Because Evie and I so firmly support counseling in all stages of life, we were so excited when BetterHelp, an online counseling company, reached out to us to be a sponsor on the show. We were able to try it ourselves for a bit, and our experiences were incredible. I was even able to go on and fill out a full list of information about myself, my desires in a counselor, including religious beliefs, and more. I was matched with an amazing counselor who shares my worldview, and I absolutely loved the ability to put preferences like that down on the questionnaire. Something else we genuinely loved about BetterHelp is that they offer four ways to get licensed counseling. Video sessions, phone calls, live chat, and messaging. It's honestly incredible. If you've been contemplating counseling but are feeling lost on where to start, we definitely recommend BetterHelp. We both had great experiences with them and have so many friends also loving their services. So we have an affiliate link for you today for 10% off your first month. Just go to www.betterhelp.com forward slash heart and hustle. Hey, hey, if you are new here and haven't heard about our online resource shop, ooh, listen up. The Heart Shop is a digital resource and template shop for creative entrepreneurs and photographers. There are so many goodies for creative entrepreneurs in the shop, like website templates, PDF guide templates, illustrations to enhance your brand, and lots more. But one thing in particular we made sure to add was contract templates. Y'all, the horror stories we have heard in our years of business is unmatched and a little terrifying. <laughs> clients refusing to pay after you've delivered a service, clients demanding their retainer back after canceling on you last minute. The list goes on. Business shouldn't feel like you're walking on eggshells though. And yet that's how most of us feel when we first start our business. We're petrified to make a wrong move or have an unhappy client. Okay. But here's the truth. One of the first foundational steps of owning your own business should be protecting yourself legally with contracts. Yes, yes, even for friends and family. Contracts allowed us to walk in confidence as we grew our photography businesses. But also hiring a lawyer to create custom contracts for you is a pain in the butt and the wallet. And grabbing whatever free or cheap template online is often not enough protection. Yes, so we wanted to make this as easy and seamless for you as possible and give you the resources to make sure you have your butt protected. We have partnered with our favorite lawyer and attorney, Paige, from the legal page. She has not only created powerful contract templates, but her team is so present and ready to help figure out which ones you need for your business. You can stack our contracts in our shop like the wedding photography contract, destination intimate wedding contract, cancellation and rescheduling bundle, second shooter and associate contracts, and honestly, so much more. 
Just head to theheartcontracts.com for 10% off. That's theheartcontracts.com. All right, next question. How to know when to keep going? I have so much self-doubt. I haven't even gone part-time. These anxieties I have are huge. I think that's so relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you're not the only... First of all, before we even say anything, like, you're not the only one yeah. That's feeling that way. Everyone has anxieties. Even even now, like I get anxious about certain things. I have self-doubt at, at certain times. Like you're not, it's not just like a beginner thing. And it's not just like everyone deals with it in, in certain levels and at certain times. Yeah. Um, but I think like at the core, whenever you find yourself being anxious about something or being fearful about something, and it looks like this question was kind of positioned of like, being afraid to go into business because it says like that we're not even part-time. We're just, or not we, I, like I haven't even gone part-time. So it's like someone who's afraid to take that jump into being an entrepreneur, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. So I would ask, what are you afraid of? Like at the core, what are you anxious about? What about going into part-time terrifies you? And I want you to dig down to the core because anxiety and self-doubt are symptoms of a root issue. Like, is it that you don't think you're good enough? Are you afraid of failure of what that means for your life or or what people would think about that? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, ask yourself why. Like dig down into that root issue. Yeah, I think unpacking, like I have more to say there, but I think the reality is unpacking those fears and those anxieties. Once you can identify what's causing and what's triggering something, like, you know, why do you believe that you're not enough? Why are you afraid of failure? You know, did someone in your childhood, you know, tell you that you'll never amount to anything? And so you're afraid to take that leap to go full-time because you're afraid that if you don't nail it on the first try in this business, that that you're going to be proving them right and that they're going to judge you and that, you know, all of that. Is there... Are you afraid of success? Are you afraid of success and what people maybe in your hometown would think of that? Or like something, I mean, dig deep is what we're saying. Yeah, I think just pay attention to what those root causes are because once you're able to identify stuff like that, you're able to then f- attack it. And it's, you know, it's like finding the root of the the weeds in in the yard if you just try to like pull off like the first top little layer, like the little green stem or, you know, a dandelion, pull off the flower, like yeah. that's not going to kill the plant. Like you have to go down to the root and pull it out at its root. Um, and that'll really honestly cut out so much of the problem. And on top of that, Jesus. <laughs> That's That was my, like, honest to God advice, run to the Lord, read his word, read what he says about you. If you don't have a relationship with the Lord, then I I just invite you just to start reading the Bible and watch him speak into your life. Like, literally just, yeah. like, pick up the Bible and start reading it. Yeah. Like, go maybe go to a Bible study, which might help you, especially if you're not, if you haven't read it ever. That yeah. might help just context. Um, but I, I, I say that not to be preachy, but because having a relationship with Jesus changes your life. Yeah. It changes everything. And it it completely, it, it, it's not that you will never, if, you, if you're having a relationship with the Lord, it's not that you'll e- never struggle again with fear or anxiety or not feeling qualified or enough. Like you, you might still struggle with that, but it does mean that you'll always have a solution when you do feel those things. Yeah. You'll always have a place to run to, to come back to your foundation of who am I? Who do you say I am? How did you create me? Oh, so all those things that I'm feeling, that's lies that Satan's trying to whisper into my heart. Those are not true. Okay, like you go back to the foundation. If you don't have that foundation, then what what, what do you have to combat the lies? Nothing. Yeah, we wanted to honestly like throw some some verses at you and some things that really like have spoken to us in our journeys and in our lives and and things that we feel could probably speak a lot to 
you know, what you're feeling right now. So Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm, that's good. The next one is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Mm. Philippians 4.6-7. through 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Here's the reality. God did not create you to be held in bondage to fear, anxiety, or self-doubt. He created you for good works. He created you to glorify Him and live in abundance while you're doing it. He created you to be a, a world changer. And when you let those negative self-doubts and thoughts and, and words creep into your mind, you're letting the enemy win that battle. You're letting the enemy have control and power over you. But with the power of the Lord, we wanted to encourage you today, stand firm against those lies, stand firm against the enemy, speak those scriptures or others over yourself when you start feeling anxious, pray to the Lord, drop to your knees, go to His feet when you're afraid or when you're nervous about the unknowns of life, ask Him for peace, ask Him for direction, and ask Him to bring people into your life um, to speak that life into you. But yeah. overall, we just wanted to just share our hearts of that's how, you know, anytime we're feeling doubt or anxiety or fear or uncertainty, we run to the Lord and He always has the answers. And just a reminder that prayer is freaking powerful. Yeah. It's powerful. Yep. I mean, even at our executive retreat, I think I shared this on a past podcast episode, but on our executive retreat, we were like feeling stuck. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh wait, we need to pray. Like yeah. we forgot to pray at the beginning of the day and we, and like, we God prayed like, and God was like, here's your solution. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like we forget sometimes that prayer is powerful. Yeah. And that all the time he's answering prayers. And I feel like a lot of time we don't even realize it. Yeah. Like even like something little like, God, can my food come faster? Okay, that's a stupid Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That was a stupid example. But like, I, I He's I moving meant, like, even when we don't see it. Exactly. That's what yeah. I mean of like, there's been times where I've prayed for something God, and then it happens. Food <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Like when you're at a restaurant and I you're know. like, you, you literally sit there and pray at a restaurant. God. No, I literally. I thought of this example faster. when we were in Mexico for our executive <laughs> retreat. I think I. It was something mundane that like I remembered because I was like, oh, there's been times that I just pray over little things. Yeah. Oh no, I remember what it was. Oh no, it wasn't you're food laughing. at a restaurant. <laughs> it was when we got. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it was when we flew back from. Uh, Mexico to LA and we were waiting for our Uber. I literally remember I prayed and I was like, cause I was, we were afraid oh, that like yeah. we couldn't we find an Uber. About getting an Uber driver. And I, I literally prayed and I was like, God, could you just please bring us an Uber? And like two minutes later we got one. Yeah. But then like you forget about those things because they're so mundane. And you're like, oh, that was probably just normal. Right. Like you that would have happened anyways. You forget that that's yeah. an answer to prayer. Yep. Anyways, that was my point. Oh, that's powerful. All right. I love that. Let's move on to the final question. A, a big of, topic switch again. It is a very, we're like just pivoting all over the place here. All right. Last question. How do I increase Instagram story engagement? Wow, that's a great question. And we're going to give some very, very tangible tips. We're just going to dive right on in. First of all, show your face. Show your face. Show your, okay. If you want Instagram <laughs> engagement and you're not showing up and talking to the camera. Yeah. Sister, I don't know. Or brother. I don't know what to. Family. I don't know what to tell you. Seriously. I literally don't know what to tell you. <laughs> 
This will revolutionize your story views, seriously. Um, Ideally, put your face in the first story of the day and every day, multiple times a day. Um, But starting starting though your your stories of the day with your face is going to start, I would almost challenge you, start taking notes and try different things. Try a week where you don't show your face at all. Try a week where all you do is show your face. Try, you know, a mixture where- See what happens. Yeah, just see what happens because we promise we're right. (laughs) (laughs) That was aggressive, but good. (sighs) It's because it's true. Uh, the other thing I would say is to utilize polls and question box is boxes. There we go. Uh, boxes. Um, <laughs> just because like Instagram gives you those tools and they want you to use them. They're there to use them. Yeah. But when you use them, it's a way that other people can engage with you and not just a way that they're watching your story, but actually interact with the story. So whether it's filling out a question box, sliding that little like heart thingy yeah. or giving a answer to a poll, Things like that really help invite engagement and inviting engagement will help your story views immensely. Yes. So even if once per day you you chose one of those tools to use, I would also recommend that as well. Yeah, for sure. Okay, next is gonna be show behind the scenes and relatable, like funny, real life. You know, make something that's interesting for people to watch. You don't just wanna be like, super boring or confusing or, you know, obviously, which you're probably saying there like, duh, Evie, I don't want to be boring. But <laughs> the point is like, think through things. How can I make this interesting? How can I, you know, showcase something that's going to make somebody laugh or make them feel less alone yeah. or, you know, be intriguing of what it looks like behind the scenes of my process or, you know, whatever, something like that, that's going to intrigue people and be funny or relatable or just behind the scenes of your life. Well, it, With additional to that of like giving value, share educational and useful information. So whatever niche of life you're in, even if you're not a business owner, like what are you an expert in that you could give people that that you forget that you know that others don't? So give, and that obviously applies very well to business owners, but it also could apply to like an influencer or somebody that just wants to grow a platform on Instagram and have more story views. You know something, even if it's cooking or even if it's like gardening or something that people would be interested in, share educational information about that topic. And that, like when people understand um, what's happening, like in a story or they're getting information, they're going to watch more and it's going to utilize just the growth of the story views. Yeah, I think... The bottom line is you want to serve, 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 yeah. and entertain and create value and create connection via your stories. Um, Something else I would say with those two is do some research. Think about yeah. your own user habits and go on the app and pay attention. Don't just mindlessly watch stories. Actually pay attention to wh- when you skip and when you like actually get engaged or when you you yourself even leave a DM or engage with somebody. Mm-hmm. What about their story made you interact with it and yeah. then do that yourself? Or even like who are some of your favorite people that you follow that really entertain slash provide value to uh-huh. you? And, and ask yourself why. And ask yourself why. Um, okay, and then final tip for increasing Instagram story engagements. Oh, this is a big one. Caption, you're freaking stories. Oh my Lord. The, <laughs> we've talked about this before, but the reality is about 80% of people are watching Instagram or scrolling social media with their phone on silent. Yeah. And so if the video alone isn't engaging enough to tell a story of what's happening and they're confused or it's taking too long or whatever, they're just going to skip. So if you're really wanting to boost that, you know, story views and engagement and have people stick around and really, you know, stay for all of your content that you're providing, 
you have to caption your stories. And I promise that'll revolutionize it. So good. All right, well, that's all of the questions that we have today. We hope you loved it. Guys, we love you when you, well, we love you always. when you when you send us questions. So please yes. come on in and join our Heart and Hustle Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Um, and any we we ask uh, posts in there pretty often on asking for topics for either podcast episode topics or specific questions. And this is where we get all of these questions from. Um, and then sometimes, depending on the topic, we sometimes ask on our Instagram as well. So come follow us on the heart at the heart university and you can follow me and evie at mrs Lindsay roman and at evie rupp but uh we really love if you love these q a episodes like we want more questions yeah thrown our way so come join the community and in the meantime we are cheering you on and we will see you on the next